Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the exclusive. So this is actually my first ever, you know, thing, any, you know, podcast, I guess you could call it, or video. It's not technically a podcast yet, um, but once I get everything straightened out, and um, learn a little bit more about the semantics of Spotify and Apple and, um, you know, all the platforms in which I can release that media, then it will become a an official podcast. But this is my first one, and I did still want to come and relay the information to you guys. I wanted to inform you and the whole reason I'm doing this is just to educate people on their skin and how it works and how these treatments that estheticians offer work because you walk into a salon or a spa or an esthetician's suite and there's this menu of things and they recommend you these things and there are plenty of people that are in the business of recommending people things that they don't need simply for the money. And that is not what I'm in the business of, which is why I'm laying it all on the table for everyone to hear and for everyone to know. Because when you walk into my suite, when you walk into my spa, I want you to know that everything that I've recommended for you is exactly what you need in that moment. Okay? When you walk into my suite and I say X, Y, and Z, I want you to have the information and the knowledge to know that what I'm recommending you or what another esthetician might be recommending you or someone else at a salon or spa might be recommending you is something that you actually need. Because when it comes to skincare and, you know, taking care of yourself and making yourself beautiful, it's easy to go out there and just trust the person that is saying these things to you because they're a professional. They've been to school for it. They've gotten their license for it. You trust what they're saying because they have the experience that you don't. And a lot of people take advantage of that. There are people that take advantage of that. That's why you see some estheticians in places like California or, you know, in very high profile cities are making millions and millions and millions of dollars off something as simple as a hydrofacial. Um, and it's because people don't understand the value and how it works. They don't know the science behind it. They don't know how simple it really is. And so that esthetician, that salon, that spa is capitalizing off of the fact that you don't have the knowledge to know um, what it is that your skin needs. And you don't have the knowledge that they have to be able to decipher what is good for you and what isn't. So uh, that is pretty much why I'm calling it the exclusive because there are a lot of estheticians out there, a lot of uh, people out there that are not going to like what I'm going to say. They're not going to want you guys to hear this because once you know the science behind it and once you know how it works and you know, what it's worth, 
you'll be a little bit more hesitant to go and get that $200 facial because is that what you really need? Or is that esthetician just trying to pay her light bill? You know, so they're going to be, there's probably going to be a little backlash because this is exclusive information. You know, I went and got my education. I've taken extensive classes on multiple lines of skincare to try and learn um, what is out there to be learned. You know, I'm trying to gain all the knowledge that I can. And in turn, I really do want to share that and relay that to people that follow me and people that trust me with their skin. Because again, I'm not in the business of making money. You know, I'm not going to recommend you a treatment that's not going to yield you the results that you're looking for, because that just doesn't build longevity. It doesn't build trust. If I say you need an LED and you come and you get an LED and then two weeks later or a week later with the home care that I've recommended you and, you know, you getting your consistent treatments, you're not getting the results you're um, hoping for. As, as long as, you know, you're doing everything in the regimen that I said you were doing and you're not getting the results you're hoping for, you're starting to get a little bit skeptical about my skills and what I'm capable of. And I don't want anybody to be skeptical about what I'm capable of, what my skills are and the things that I can provide. So, um, again, welcome to the exclusive. Um, this is, you know... Every week, I'm going to try to do something, um, a different topic or a different, like, hot, you know, hot spot that people are wondering about, a different treatment or a different type of product or um, a different type of condition that people are, might be concerned about or have questions about. There's so much out there when it comes to skin and skin care that... I mean, I could literally do this forever. It's the skin care, the skin world, um, the life of aesthetics is ever-changing. There's always a new treatment. There's always a new something. Um, and so I'm just probably never going to run out of ideas. Um, and I might look back on this in like 10 years and regret that I'm saying that. But it's an ever-changing community. It's always growing. There's always something new. It's, I mean, you see it on TV, you see it, um, you know, in your Snapchat ads or whatever, um, you see it like in your Instagram stories, there's always something new that somebody's trying. So I just want to come to you guys and give you guys the information that it is, you know, that you need to make informed decisions when you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your skin and you're taking care of your body because these things are not cheap and as this past year has shown us, you know, your income circumstances could change in the blink of an eye and you could have the money to do a $200 facial today and not have the money to do any facials in three months tomorrow. Things change. And so you want to make sure that whatever you're spending your money on, whatever you're investing in is going to yield you what it is that you're looking for. So again, Welcome to the exclusive. And this week, um, I'm going to be touching on LED light therapy. Um, 
And now LED is a pretty hot topic, I would say. It's becoming more and more prevalent. More and more people are kind of understanding how it works, but not really sure. Um, there are a lot of estheticians that recommend it, and there are a lot of estheticians that charge an arm, a leg, and a house for an LED treatment. Um, and these LED lights, they're not cheap. So, I mean, I understand that. Um, you know, I understand the, the price point and how things work. Uh, because LED lights are not cheap. They are very expensive. For good quality LED lights, it can, you know, get a little pricey. Um, but as far as LED goes, it's such a simple treatment. It's non-invasive. So... There's going to be no downtime. It's not like you're, you know, sticking a needle in your face. It's nothing along those lines. It's literally just you laying there and allowing um, a light to penetrate the layers of your skin to provide you the results that that light can provide. Okay. Um, so like I said, it's non-invasive. So there's no downtime because there's nothing going into your skin. There's nothing puncturing the skin. There's nothing peeling the skin. It's simply just laying on top of your skin um, and, you know, help it in the light is penetrating those layers of your skin to provide you the results. So that makes it great for people that have sensitivities, um, but still want results. I mean, you can have sensitive skin. That's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There are people that are born with that. That's not your fault. Um, it's sometimes it can be from using products incorrectly and doing things incorrectly, but a lot of times, um, you know, some people just have more sensitive skin and that's okay. So LED is, um, a great treatment for people that have sensitive skin because it's non-invasive. It's not going to puncture or prod. It's not going to irritate or aggravate. It's very, very gentle. So, um, that's one of the, that's one of the things that I love about it is that almost any and everybody can use an LED light. There are very few contraindications, and a contraindication, um, that's a big word, but it basically means that the treatment wouldn't be beneficial. So when I say the word contraindication, I'm pretty much saying that the treatment would not be beneficial for you. So the only contraindication um, to people or to, you know, LED is um, people that might have an active skin condition, like some kind of rash, or you're experiencing some kind of um, psoriasis or something on your face. You know, you've got something actively going on in that moment. You don't want to go um, and do any real, any kind of skin treatment on skin that is actively experiencing a condition. If you're actively like it's just started breaking out or it just, you know, started popping up. If you're actively experiencing that, there's almost nothing that will be okay for you to do because you really shouldn't, um, use any kind of products that aren't prescribed or what, what it, whatever it might be on something that is a serious condition like that. So there's almost no treatment for you in that realm. Um, so if you're experiencing an active skin condition, um, like a rash or something like that, no LED, no nothing, pretty much. Um, if you're using Accutane, 
Now, Accutane, um, if you're using it, you know what it is, okay? Because Accutane is pretty much, it's a prescription type of skincare used mostly for people um, that have issues with acne. Um, it helps clear, you know, it helps clear you up, but it is very potent, very potent, and it can make you sensitive to light. So that is um, another contraindication for LED. If you have any kind of sensitivity to light, then obviously a light therapy is not going to be the best option for you. And um, so with that sensitivity to light, people that are using Accutane are contraindicated for LED because they have that sensitivity. And then in that case, it can cause scarring. And that's, you know, more harmful than it is hurtful. So again, the treatment wouldn't be beneficial, totally contraindicated there. Um, and also any kind of light activated, um, you know, conditions such as epilepsy. There are some LED lights that flash. There are some that wave back and forth because LED actually works on a wavelength. So there are some LED lights that where the lights like wave back and forth underneath the dome or underneath the mask, the lights will wave back and forth across your face and that can actually cause a seizure. So if you have any kind of light activated conditions, um, specifically like epilepsy or something like that, you probably wouldn't want to go with a light therapy just to be safe. You could probably do a handheld LED um, w while making sure that your eyes are completely covered and you have, you know, no exposure to the LED whatsoever, or you could do the LED with a larger light over it so that it drowns out, um, in a sense, the LED. But then in that case, I'm not sure if it would be as effective as it would be if you were, you know, using it in a dark room or what have you. So if you have any light activated conditions, I don't suggest doing it. Um, just because on me, with me, I'm more of a like rather safe than sorry. Like I don't want to even try it if I feel like something could go wrong because, you know, safe than sorry. Things could go very wrong if things went wrong. And so I just would rather not even touch it. I mean, there are some people that will, but again, the, not everyone has your best interest at heart. So just be careful with that. If you have any of the things going on that I just listed, um, any of those contraindications, and someone is recommending you an LED, be weary, okay? Because if you have those things going on and they're still recommending you this, um, it might be because again, they're not, they don't have your best interest at heart. They might be looking a little bit more for money. And this particular treatment is, you know, so non-invasive that almost anyone can do it. And it's a little bit more on the safer side than say doing a chemical peel or something on an active rash. So if they do recommend you that, and you have one of these things going on, just be weary. It's always up to you. Um, how you want to proceed, but those things that I just listed um, are things that would make the treatment not as beneficial, okay? But those are the only contraindications for LED. Unlike some of the other treatments out there, like chemical peels and microdermabrasions, um, those are invasive. Those, you know, are things that are a little bit harsher to the skin, um, so they have a lot more contraindications, uh, but the LED, those are the only, those are about the only ones. So it's pretty much good for everybody. Um, 
Now, fun fact about LED, it was actually developed by NASA. So NASA is the, um, you know, reason why we even have this. They developed these lights to actually help with growing plants um, because, you know, in space, there's no sun. So these LED lights were so strong, they were, you know, helping the plants generate their cells um, to grow. So that is how the lights came to be. NASA developed these lights and then um, it was passed along to the um, U.S. Army um, where the Navy or the U.S. Navy where they were using these lights to help heal scars and wounds quicker because um, one of the LED lights, and I'll get into all the LED lights and all of their purposes, but one of the LED lights that they were using in particular helped regenerate cells um, quicker. And then in turn, it obviously helped the wounds heal faster. And then once it kind of, tri once it trickled down from NASA into the Navy, into this, into that, now it's being offered at your local esthetician's office. So it started pretty high up. I mean, that's why I'm saying these lights, they um, they run on a wavelength, they're pretty potent. It sounds crazy to just hold the light over your face and think that it's gonna yield you results, but it does. Um, you know, these lights are, they're not to be played with. They're not their, your regular LED lights. And I mean, honestly, you've seen some of these LED lights on things like cars. You know, the, the, the super crazy bright lights that come up behind you and practically blind you. Those are LEDs. You know, they are very potent lights. They're very bright and they can penetrate the skin. So, um, NASA developed it and it trickled down and it trickled down and it trickled down and now we can offer it, um, as a treatment. It does not um, contain any UV, so it's perfectly fine to use it almost all the time because there's no ultraviolet rays omitting um, from these lights. So you can use them all the time. You're not going to get any sun damage. You're not going to get any kind of skin damage from using them. However, there is, you know, too much of a good thing. So don't go overdoing it. Don't do LED breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's, that's doing a lot. But if you wanted to say you go and get a facial every week and you wanted to do LED every week, you can, because there's no downtime. You're not going to get any damage from it. It's super easy and it's effective and it's actually more effective the more you do it. But again, don't overdo it. Um, also, like if you have an LED light that you've taken home, that you've bought from a professional, make sure they give you instructions on how to use it because you're going to want to go home and use it all the time. You know, you're, you're going to want to go home and then just, you know, do, 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 do all the time while you're watching your show or whenever you have downtime, you're like, oh, let me just grab the LED. And that might not always be the best course of action. So make sure if you buy one um, that you talk to a licensed professional on how to use it correctly. Um, because even though it's not harmful, even though there is no UV, even though it's not going to, you know, damage your skin, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So make sure you're using it correctly. Um, and as I said before, it uses wavelengths of light. Um, so in the post that um, I'm going to be posting with this, I, it will have the different wavelengths on how the lights work and also how deeply those wavelengths penetrate into your skin. 
Um, so there's the highest is like eight, nine or something, maybe like seven, eight, nine hundred or something like that. Lowest being like two or three, two or three hundred. Um, and so all of these lights operate on a different wavelength and that's how they can provide different results because the blue light, for example, doesn't operate on the same wavelength as the red light, which is why the blue light is used for what it's used for and the red light is used for what it's used for because they operate on different wavelengths, meaning they penetrate different levels of your skin, meaning they provide different results for different things. So um, LED, it's... It's definitely, like I said, a hot topic right now. Um, there's so many different lights, and that's what I'm going to get into right now. Um, so for, let me take a look here. I did write down some notes. So I just want to make sure that I got those pulled up because um, there are seven lights, I believe, um, there might actually be more. I know there's like a white light. I don't have this on the list um, because the white light is usually used in like laser and stuff like that. Um, but I do have these seven lights. And so I'm just going to go down the list here and kind of explain what they do and how they work. All right. So I'm going to go in rainbow order because that's how I have them listed. <laughs> um, so the red light, the red light is for anti-aging, but honestly, the red light is the most multi-purpose light I have ever used. Uh, it's literally good for everybody. It works great for anti-aging, but um, what the red light does is it stimulates collagen and cell turnover. So Anybody and everybody can use some cell turnover. That's just, that's, it's literally good for everybody. The red light is very versatile. It's mainly used in anti-aging treatments um, because it does stimulate that collagen and that cell turnover. And um, in anti-aging, obviously, those are two of the biggest concerns is that you're, you know, you stop producing as much collagen and your cell turnover slows down very significantly as opposed to when you were in your teens and 20s. Um, so it's used in anti-aging because those are the two main purposes of the red light. But in stimulating that cellular turnover, it can combat a lot of issues. Um, it can combat, you know, like discoloration and just overall, like fine lines, wrinkles, you know, sagginess, things like that. And stimulating the cellular turnover, it, it just tack, it can tackle pretty much anything. So the red light is very versatile. Um, I would literally say you can use it on almost anyone, almost anyone. Um, there is an orange light. Uh, I have, I have, um, not seen an orange light in like a handheld device. I have seen them in the domes. Uh, I have seen them on the masks. So, um, I know there's an orange light, but it's going to be few and far between as far as like people that use that. The orange light is pretty much a piggyback of the red light, um, because they are so close in wavelength. Um, but the orange light is good for revitalizing. So it's also going to help, um, stimulate that cell turnover, get things moving, revitalizing, um, and just overall, you know, healthiness of the skin. It's going to help, you know, just boost it up a little bit. So the orange light definitely piggybacks off the red. So if I'm going to do orange, I'm probably just going to go for red, but there is an orange light. So I just wanted to put that out there. 
Um, there's a yellow or amber light. The amber and yellow light help reduce redness. So this is going to be great for people that have rosacea, that experience um, any kind of inflammation in the face a lot um, due to any kind of skin condition. The yellow light, it penetrates at the wavelength um, to help reduce that inflammation and that redness in the skin. So the yellow slash amber light that's what it's used for. It's used for reducing the redness. So it's really good for clients that have very sensitive skin. Um, someone that might have a skin condition that causes that inflammation. You're going to want to reach for yellow because it's going to help take down that redness. And it's just going to make whatever other work you did with your products that much more visible. Because a lot of times with people that have those skin conditions and that have that redness, you're using these products and they're working, you know, they're hydrating their skin, they're calming it down, but that inflammation is an internal thing. And a lot of times what we apply topically, um, it doesn't always take that down. So that's why um, the LED is a good piggyback on whatever treatment whatever products you're using because they'll be able to see the results not just feel them you can feel them they are their face obviously doesn't you know feel as scaly or whatever or what have you um it doesn't feel as dry they can feel that but a lot of times they can't see it because it's still so red so the amber or the yellow is going to come in and take that redness down so they can not only feel the results, but they can see them. So I really like this light, again, for people that have very sensitive skin, that have issues with inflammation. Um, because, I mean, the purpose of going to get a facial and taking care of your skin is to feel beautiful. And if you can't see the results, a lot of times you feel like it's not working. We're very visual people. You know, we like to see that whatever we're doing is working. That's why people stop going to the gym after a couple of weeks because they feel like, oh, I don't see that I've lost weight. So I'm just, I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. You know, we're visual people. So, you know, you could have a client um, that's coming in and their skin feels like it's improving, but they, they might not see it. And so this is a good treatment to help tone down that redness so they can not only feel it, but see it. And it just, it overall, you know, improves their happiness with their skin. Um, and then green. So after yellow comes green. If you know the colors of the rainbow, you know, I'm going in order. All right. <laughs> um, green is good for brightening and balancing. So the green light is really good for people that have hyperpigmentation or any kind of pigmentation issues because it balances out the, um, cells in your skin. So, um, how, what that is going to penetrate at the wavelength that is going to pretty much equalize the cells in your skin. Now, the reason we get dark spots, the reason we have like those patches of hyperpigmentation or pigmentation is because our cells are unbalanced. The melanocytes in our skin are overactive. They're working more actively. You know, the darker ones are more, are working more actively than the, the other ones. You know, one is producing more color than the other. So that's why, um, you get those patches of pigmentation and, um, that's why you get those dark spots is because those particular cells 
are overactive. They're working more, they're working harder and, you know, doing more than the other cells around them. So the green light is going to come in and it's going to balance them out. It's going to get them back on equilibrium with the other cells. Now, this green light is great in addition to lactic peels or microdermabrasion or micro peels um, because those treatments um, also aid and balancing out that pigmentation. So you can tackle the pigmentation with an abrasive treatment like a peel or um, a microdermabrasion. You can tackle the pigment with those and then piggyback with the green LED to penetrate beneath the skin. Um, whereas like a microderm is just topical. It's right on top. You know, it takes off that top layer of skin. And then the, um, the green light will come in and penetrate um, at the level of the cells to help balance it out. So you work on that pigmentation with something that's more abrasive to kind of exfoliate that um, the dead skin away because that's another reason why, you know, we get that pigmentation and why the pigmentation is as dark as it is. It's because we're not exfoliating as we should. Um, me, I over exfoliate, so can't relate, but <laughs> that's bad too. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of times, a lot of people are not exfoliating as much as they should. And so we have to brush away those dead skin cells to reveal the actual layer of their skin and then piggyback with the green LED to reduce um, the pigmentation and kind of balance out those cells. So um, I would recommend this in conjunction with another one of those treatments. I've never really done the green LED on its own without one of those. Um, but I'm sure that it would work with consistent use. As long as you're using it consistently and properly, I'm sure that just the green LED by itself would reduce that pigmentation. But I believe in, and this is just my belief that it works better with, um, a more abrasive treatment. Um, but that's just my personal preference. That's just how I like to do things. Um, and then after green, we have cyan or light blue, and that's just a calming light. It's just going to help, um, tone down some of the, the cells from like being, you know, all combatant and, you know, acting all crazy. Um, a lot of times we experience breakouts, we experience pigmentation, we experience a skin condition or a rash or something like that because our skin is just, it's acting up, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's showing out. So the blue light comes in and it calms it down and gets it back on track. Like, Hey, behave, you know, it's not in particular for any, like, um, it's not like the green light that's very specific for pigmentation or the yellow or amber that's very specific for redness. It just comes in and it kind of does the job. It does a, it does a good job of doing all the jobs. It's not as specific as the other lights. So, um, it's not going to yield you as deep of a result as say the green light or the yellow light, because those are very specific. They have very specific purposes. Um, but the blue light will come in or the cyan will come in and, you know, just kind of calm everything down and make sure everybody's on the same page. You know, it's like, it's like the teacher in the room, like, Hey, relax. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's similar to red, only it doesn't penetrate as deep. Um, so it's not going to produce that cellular turnover. It's not going to produce that collagen like the red light would. Um, so if I'm going to go from blue, I might go for red. 
unless the client is more sensitive. So if the client doesn't need that cellular turnover, um, but they do need something to kind of help balance the skin out um, and make sure it's everybody's on the same page and make sure that everybody's operating in the way that they should, um, then I'll go for the, the cyan, the light blue. Um, now the regular blue, the just blue light, blue LED is an acne combatant. It, um, it combats, um, the, it, so how it works. Okay. So how it works is it penetrates to the wavelengths of the sebaceous glands where, um, uh, our acne has, you know, its issues. So, if someone is experiencing a breakout, it's most likely because their sebaceous glands are overactive, they're doing too much, they're just out there on the loose doing a lot. Okay, so they're experiencing a breakout because their skin is um, producing more oil than it should, um, and it might be overcompensating, it might be, you know, it might be their true skin type, but the point is, is that the blue light will come in at the wavelength of the sebaceous glands to calm them down, okay, and reduce, not only reduce the inflammation, but also um, reduce the bacteria, which is another reason why people experience acne and breakouts, is because of, not only does the oil, you know, overproduce, with that and, you know, touching our face and being outside and holding your phone up to your face and doing this, that, and the, X, and the other X, Y, Z, um, the bacteria then builds up on the face and that is what causes the breakouts. So the blue light is antimicrobial, but it's also going to help calm down those sebaceous glands from being overactive. So the blue light is best for acne. Um, and it's, very effective. I have seen it in action in just six treatments and it it can literally turn people's skin around. So as long as it's being used correctly, and I believe in, in conjunction with the right products, that blue light is magical. I've seen it do wonders. Um, so blue light, acne combatant, remember that. And then um, we have the, the last light is the purple light, which is... Um, I've, I've only seen the purple light like a couple of times. I've seen it on the mask type LED. Um, I haven't seen it on the dome and I haven't seen it in a handheld, but I have seen it on the mask LED. And um, what the purple light does is it is rejuvenating. So it's similar to the orange, similar to the red. Um, so just think about if you combined the red and the blue together, um, you're not going to get those same antimicrobial properties because the blue light is very specific for that. Um, but it is going to help kind of calm the skin and get it on the same you know, wavelength as everything else. It just rejuvenates the skin. It helps it look more youthful. Um, if I'm going to reach for the purple light, I'm probably going to reach for the red light, um, to be honest. And it, and there's, I have not really seen the purple light in action, but I've seen the red and the red is anti-aging, but it's also considered rejuvenating in some spas, in some salons. So, um, like I said, if I'm going to reach for purple, I'm going to reach for red because with the research that I've done, it looks like they do around the same thing other than stimulating that collagen, stimulating that cell turnover. It rejuvenates the skin and helps, you know, um, 
minimize the appearance of lines and things like that and kind of you know just make you look a little more youthful give you a glow but if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go for the red light and go all the way and get that collagen going and get that cell turnover moving like i'm not just gonna do it on the surface i'm not gonna do it halfway i feel like the purple light kind of does it halfway so it's not one that i would particularly use um but i mean you can there's an option there there's the option there um but those are the lights that I have listed. Um, those are the ones that I've researched. Like I said, I know there's like a white light. A lot of times that's used more in laser. Um, and so that's more of a med spa thing. I've never used it in any environment that I have. Um, but if you have any questions about it, if you want to know more about it, let me know. I'll do my research and I'll come back and I'll, you know, update the post. Um, but these are the lights that I've researched and the lights that I know. Um, I'd have to say my favorite is definitely red, but I also really love green, really love amber, really love blue. Those are the four main lights that you're going to see, um, in a spa or salon or in a suite. Um, it's, they're probably going to have a red light an amber light, um, a blue light and a green light because those pretty much tackle all the issues. The orange light, like I said, piggybacks on the red. The cyan piggybacks a little bit on the blue on the green. Um, and then the purple piggybacks a little bit on the blue and the red. So if you have those four main lights, the red, the yellow, um, slash amber, the green, and the blue, you can pretty much tackle any issue. Um, but that is all that I have to say about the LED lights. I mean, they're really one of my favorite treatments because like I said, they're not contraindicated for almost anyone. There's only those three main contraindications that I listed, but almost anybody can use the LED light. It's good for almost anyone. And, um, so that's why I love it because you can get those results without being invasive. And I'm, I'm abrasive with my skin, but I'm very conservative with other people's skin because too much exfoliation, too much dermabrasion, too much peeling, trying to get the results that you want to get can be counterproductive. So I'm very conservative with other people's skin because I don't want to do anything that could be counterproductive. I want to give you the results, but I don't want to harm you. I want to focus on your skin health and integrity, not necessarily just the results because I can give you the results in that moment with the chemical peel. But you know, two months down the line, because you weren't doing the home care that you needed to do, the chemical peel wasn't as effective as it should have been. Um, so, you know, the LED lights are one of my favorites. The LED lights are also best done in a series. You don't want to just go and get one LED and expect it to work. That's not how it works, okay? LED lights are best done in a series. You need to do at least, at the very least, four to six treatments of LED to see the results that the light can yield. Ten treatments is optimal. So just keep that in mind. At least four to six, ten being optimal to yield the results that you want to yield from this LED. Um, but other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. That is the exclusive on LED. That's how it works. That's what they are. That's where they come from. Um, so like I said, when you're out there, um, 
you know, getting your skin treatments, going to your spas. Just remember what I said. If you need to come back and reference it, there'll be a post with all the lights, their wavelengths, what they do on my page. So if you're not, if you're going out and you're like, oh, she said I want, I needed to get an LED, but uh, she said blue and I don't know if that's the right one. You can come back, see what the blue one does. And if that's not right for you, you let the esthetician know that you have some worries. Don't be afraid to speak up. This is your skin. This is your health. This is your body. It's good to have a person that you trust, but don't blindly trust someone to always do what's best for you. If you have questions, ask them. If that person has your best interest at heart, they will answer them confidently with the information that you are requiring. If they cannot give you a straight answer as to why it is that you need the blue light, you probably don't need it. So just keep that in mind, okay? Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know this was super long. I was actually planning on making this short. I was like, oh, I'm going to only do 15 minutes. This is a 40-minute podcast. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much um, for listening. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll be more than happy to answer them. Um, and I'll see you next week on the exclusive.